The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. I like to think that every single one of the over 200 friendos watching this live on the Twitch right now would never, ever jump a barricade and prove proof, proof positive that they are in fact Big dummy like that fan that attacked Seth Rollins last night on Raw. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but first, a couple programming notes because it is, of course, Turkey Week. Larson, what's going on on Thursday instead of us being here live? Uh, we got a, a going in Raw view. That's when we review old pay-per-views. This time we're doing a WCW, Bash at the Beach, 1996, in case uh, uh, you know you have forgotten or didn't know. That is, that, that is the, the, the day that marks the birth of the New World Organization of Professional Wrestling. That's right. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Um, so that's going down on Thursday and then Friday. Uh, we're taking the day off. I might, I'll, I'll probably be here. So I'll probably dick around either on my Twitch channel or, or at our Twitch channel. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's sort of whatever I want to do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, we're taking a couple of days off in general uh, because it is Turkey week. And then of course we're going to be in the holidays. Didn't stop me from putting up the lights though, man. Look at, look at this amazing. Look at this. It's oh, festive. so festive. I'm, I'm in the mood for festivities, uh, but I'm also just a tad bit loopy because I went and got my booster yesterday. Good for Larson. You. Awesome. I awesome. got boosted, so I'm ready to go. All those indie shows in the year 2022 and just start coughing on everybody and soaking well, in their, think you have their to go to that droplets. Extent. I mean, I too am about a week or so into being boosted, and even then, I mean, I just went to boosted. Disneyland, though. I guess I turned everything turned out all right. So, yeah, see, exactly. It's over. It's done. <laughs> You know it's over. That's, that's you know true. it's over. That particular fan who attacked Seth Rollins his time in WWE arenas, that's for sure. So we yeah. caught a bit of it during the broadcast. But if you're on Twitter, odds are you've seen or over at uh, uh, YouTube.com slash WrestleJuice because I watch it there oh, too. Wow. Odds are you've seen fan cam footage, multiple angles at this point, of a fan on a uh, stage, I guess left, because I think if you're on the stage, it's stage left if you're if you're looking Facing from the, the stage. Audience. Yes. Right. Uh, running to the ramp to tackle Seth Rollins last night on Raw after he laid out Finn Balor. Uh, thankfully, Seth wasn't hurt. He was able to immediately get him in a chokehold as security mm -hmm. came down. He did a little bit of yelling at the guy, but I'm sure that the adrenaline was pumping. And uh, and but you know he he did what he could. 
the fan was escorted out of the arena. And according to ESPN's Mark Raimondi, the fan was taken into custody by the uh, New York uh, PD and charged with attempted assault and attempted violation of arts and cultural affairs. There's a joke somewhere about WWE being an art or a cultural affair, but whatever. Uh, WWE issued a statement on the attack stating, WWE takes the safety of its performers very seriously. The individual who attacked Seth Rollins has been turned over to the NYPD and will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Uh, if you've been uh, diving a little bit deeper, we didn't mention the dude's name because I don't want to give us uh, any attention, but there does, number one, number one, it's clearly there is something wrong with this individual. Uh, this, to me, it seems like there's, this, there's, you gotta be wired a little bit differently to do this sober. You know, it's one thing if you're a drunken fan who stumbles over a barricade, this guy came at Seth with precision and there is some proof out there on social media that this guy was, uh, Seemingly, I guess, duped in a way from a fake Seth Rollins account. Catfished, I believe, is the term. Catfished, believed yes. he was talking to Seth Rollins, and and this was authorized by Seth Rollins, like in in his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that seems you know, it, there's been some reports about that. Um, you know, remains to be seen um, the about the accuracy of those reports, but we'll see. Um, yeah, it's a scary situation. You don't like to see this happen. Um, and thankfully, Seth uh, did a good job reversing the fan spear into a chokehold. You know, uh, the refs were on it immediately. Security comes down. They're on it pretty much immediately. Um, and, uh, and thankfully, you know, Seth didn't get hurt. You know, that's the most important thing. Um, yeah, you never know. I mean, dude, you know, this guy might have a knife or a gun or something like that. You you never know what the situation is. So to be a performer, and this is, by the way, not the first time this happened to Seth. It's not the second time it's happened to Seth. This has been multiple times that this has happened to Seth. There was one guy who got in there while he was delivering a promo a couple of years ago. I think it was during his face run. There was another guy who, like, ran next to him on the ramp when he was double champion. And, he, and the fan just stood there. But, again, freaky stuff. Um Seth uh, seems to be, you know, for for whatever reason, uh, a, a particular uh, object of, uh, you know, a target of, of these of the yeah target for, yeah. for a lot of these yeah. weirdo fans. I mean, I, I would imagine, the only thing I think of is is by and large, the vast majority of his career, he's been a heel and 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 is in a lot of ways an effective heel. Yeah. Um, and and for whatever reason, people feel the need to cross that barricade that you're not supposed to cross. And get involved in the show, yeah. um, and it's 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 scary. It's downright scary. And did you see it after is, the show? Yeah. Did you see after the show there was there was another fan that was I think giving Montez some. I did some, see that some crap, and then and then looked like he was either escorted out or left. I don't know. That just seemed like a braggadocious fan. That seemed that he seemed like a big dummy. I, I hate to call somebody a big dummy if they've got like actual mental health issues, which I I I don't know. I mean. I, I kind of feel like just from what I've seen, you know, there there's some ported, uh, purported screenshots from his Instagram and uh, and I, I got no reason to believe that they're not real. Uh, he seems like he's a messed up dude, you know, and so like I'm a little hesitant to crack jokes. If some idiots at ringside just talking a lot of shit, they're they're a big dummy. You get I, because, dude, I've been to so many shows. I remember the the awesome uh, front row house show seats mm -hmm. that Hilton hooked me up with, mm -hmm. right? It was great. It was so much fun. House shows are so much fun. I just went by myself because he had one ticket. And there was this asshole neck and two seats down from me mm. who was like loudly heckling uh, Emma to Neil Dashwood mm -hmm. because it was right on the heels of like the shoplifting thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what what is your goal here? What are you looking to, to accomplish? You know, you're just being an asshole at this point. Um, so I don't know. Look, if this guy that attacked Seth was just a big dummy, then so be it. But it does seem like there's something a little messed up going on in his head. And and hopefully the kid gets help yes. uh, if that's if that's what's needed here. Um, and uh, and I mean, you know, if, if he is a guy that needs some mental help, you know, thank God he didn't do this back in 1998 and, and did it to Triple H. Because, oh, my God, I was watching some of those videos today. Triple H walloped 
yeah walloped is that the one where he and Kyoto were were beating the heck out of the guy yeah yeah i think it was Kyoto. yeah uh yeah yeah, he goes to attack stone cold and triple h just gives him the gnarliest uh uh, suplex yeah and uh yeah he like flings him over it's like a tackle and uh and then they just start wailing (laughs) Kyoto starts wailing on him too yeah um so uh, yeah yeah i mean they do that you know wrestlers i think are just trained a lot there, I think they just understand that the the legal nature these days is a little bit different than it was you know, 30 years ago, where it's a lot legally safer. Hey, subdue the guy, get him out of there, yep. you know, have security, take care yep. of the rest um, so that they can't like counter sue for whatever well, they I do. I think also, too, you know, is 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 Seth did what he could to subdue the guy. Security comes there. You get yourself out of there because then you're protecting yourself, too. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. if you try to if you try to. Uh, you know, prolong the fight, you know, there, there's a chance that accidentally you could get hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's just, that's bad for, bad for, in this case, Seth personally and bad for business. So you, mm-hmm. you, you get yourself out of the situation and let security deal with it. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is a fear and loathing here says Montez was getting heckled the whole time and told the guy to say it to, to his face. And then he went soft. He just walked away. Um, like, dude, even the show, the 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 Christmas New Year taping that we went to two years ago, yeah, there was that guy, and he was an entire section away, and the entire time he was shouting. We were in the uh, we're the, in the lower uh, bowl, but we're like I don't know more than halfway up, so we're a long ways from the ring. We were pretty far away from the ring. Yeah, this dude and is this like guy a section just and a half away from us. Yeah, kept on heckling JoJo, the the ring announcer. And it was, it was so, he was so far away and it was ruining everything. It's like, dude, we're already here for two Raws. This is already a long show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Some people, I don't know what, I mean, I I know wrestling fans are a little different, but man, stop being big dummies, man. Just go enjoy the damn show. Stop trying to make it about yourself. Yes. 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 And uh, and yeah, and, and chances are, if you're talking actively with Seth Rollins on social media, it ain't actually him. Yeah, that's probably not actually that's probably the case. Yes. So yeah. use your brain. OK, anyways. Anyway. Uh, so uh, you were not a fan of Raw last night. If the pre-show was any indication. Uh, not my favorite episode. No. <laughs> what is no. your favorite episode of Raw? Uh, it wasn't this one. I can tell you that much. Um, <laughs> Not the egg one. You know, it, it's it's it's. I shouldn't be surprised. Look, you know, for a number of years, almost as long as we've been doing this, we've been we we try to be positive about what we see. You know, we try yep. our best to be positive, and and that continues to this day. I feel like, and and I don't I don't enjoy not liking the programming I watch. Um, I wish it weren't the case. Um. And at the same time, I'm not going to BS myself or our audience, you know, hyping up a show that I actually thought was not very good. You know, I'm going to try to, I'm that, trying to be honest, you know, do, do people think that raw hasn't that WWE creative hasn't changed in the past six years? It has, by the way, it has changed a lot just in the last two years. It's changed dramatically, dramatically. And we can't sit here and look at a pile of shit and try to find any semblance of a diamond in there, you know, because it's, I'll be honest with you. I kind of enjoyed raw last night. I was, I was relatively entertained. Granted, I might've been in the throes of, of, of post booster, uh, uh, head game. I don't know our headspace. I don't know uh, why we would di- diverge on this so much. Some weeks we just do that. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind raw, but, uh, the idea, but I've seen exactly what you're talking about. You know, it's like, yes, we have attempted to be positive or we, 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 we have made an effort to be positive as much and, as we and can. I think, and I think if we could be positive all the time, we would. I'm but not trying time, to lie to anybody. If exactly. I'm presented with something that's underwhelming, I'm going to call it underwhelming. Exactly. Um, that being said, I don't know. Maybe I was just in a different headspace. I didn't mind Raw so much last night. Um. I mean, it, it, it's a bummer that Survivor Series is historically one of the, the major four pay-per-views of WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, historically also basically has no stakes, but since it's one of the original four, you know, it, it's, it's part of the lineage of, of the major four. And sometimes huge things happen, sometimes they don't. And it's a bummer that the, the story, pretty much the one story carrying on from Survivor Series has nothing to do 
with what happened in the ring at Survivor Series. You know, mm-hmm. it's this damn mm-hmm. egg. Mm-hmm. It's this damn egg. And and I, it's, I understand WB is a business. They need to make their money. They have these ad integrations or these, these uh, uh, movie integrations. I get all that. But just the implementation of it leaves a lot to be desired. It just does from my vantage point. And, and for me, if you want me to, to enjoy your wrestling program, it's real simple. You keep talking to a minimum. You focus on in-ring action. You have uh, 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 backstage bits, promos to help motivate the matches. I'm not a complicated guy when it comes to my wrestling, you know? And, and if, if you don't deliver on, the, on that front, odds are I'm probably not going to enjoy your show. And it's felt like last night, especially the first two hours of Raw, there was a lot of talking and a lot of matches that had like wonky finishes. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. There was a ton of talking. There was a ton of talk. There was way too much talking for my liking. I'll be honest with you. Um, Just on the flip side of, of your thoughts on it. I, I think my expectations for what the egg was going to be, what that whole storyline was going to be, were so in the toilet. I th- I think my expectations were so low. They were so down in the dirt that I actually thought Vince was pretty entertaining last night. I thought the bit with him and Austin when it was revealed and Austin Theory said uh, gave his spiel about what happened with the egg and Vince was like, oh, you remind me of me a little bit. You get the title shot. And Sami Zayn is trapped in this coffee-ass nightmare. And he's like, what? The, the, this conspiracy is totally happening in front of my eyes. And I mean, then Vince says, nobody likes a snitch. I personally just thought that was funny. I did. See, I watched that. I'm like, this, is make, this, is, this doesn't make any sense. Why would Vince be like, oh, like hats off to you, Austin Theory, for, for that? This, this just doesn't make any sense. This feels like lazy writing. Um, the one thing I did appreciate about it is that Sammy was bested by a theory. You know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in terms yeah. of just that's that's a little clever. Sammy yeah. goes on about his conspiracy theories all the time, and yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think I think the idea of you know, hey, I bring the solution to. I think the look. I'm the first one to admit when something just comedically doesn't make sense, and WWE like rarely actually scores on the comedy stuff. This right here was a comedy convention that I understood. I thought was funny. And and I was fine with it. And I thought Vince delivered. I didn't think it didn't make sense from a comedic stand. I, I I thought it made sense from a comedic standpoint because it's absurdist comedy, and it was actually executed 
in a way that did make sense within those within that context, um, especially given what we know about Vince McMahon. But it wasn't the kind of thing where I just it wasn't to me. It wasn't as bad as um, the grizzled young veterans grifting that right there to me. The, the first one anyways, I was so confused. I was like, I know they're trying to do a comedy bit here, but it is so poorly written. I don't understand it. This was simplicity to me. What happened with the, the, the reveal last night, because it was Vince saying, yeah, I'm going to do you. You bring that to me. And then he's so char- By the way, I actually did think also Austin Theory last night had some opportunities to display his his charisma and personality and knocked it out of the park. You, I, I mean, I can't find the little diamonds in the piece of shit. Um, when he gave his his final promo before the main event, I thought he sparkled. I thought his interaction with Vince and Sammy, I thought was genuine and I thought had that comedic edge to it. Um, so that bit, I'll admit, I laughed. I thought Vince punctuating with nobody likes a snitch made me laugh as well because you're dealing with this 75-year-old man who's clearly losing it and, uh, and, and he's switching things up on it because he's charmed by Austin Theory and he's like, hey, this kid's got gumption. I like him. You get the shot. It's like, what the hell? That made me laugh. Uh, the, the absurdist nature of it, I thought was all right. Yeah, it didn't do anything for me. I mean, like the whole the whole precinct stuff with, with Pierce and Sonya, I get what you're saying. I understand all that. I understand it. Where essentially he's saying, I want someone to snitch, and if they snitch, this is what they get. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. and yes, I understand he's 75 years old. Uh, uh, he, 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 he's prone to, 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 to being fickle and going off on various whims. I understand all that. Again, it's sort of like the situation where they do the can they coexist stuff. They're aware of it. They're aware it's an issue. And yet they do nothing about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if you're aware of it and you joke about it, does that make it okay? No. Do something about yeah, it. But this it is, this is, yeah, but this is different than that. Um, because I don't know that, I don't know that Vince is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that his, I don't know that he's all that self-aware about his own whims. Just the idea of dealing with a irrational boss, I think, is a tried and true comedic trope. If you liked it, great. If not, I understand. Um, but uh, beyond that, I like the. Uh, <laughs> I like. I loved actually the Bobby Lashley Ray Dom stuff. He put a beating on I, these guys. I specifically liked MVP. Uh, oh, uh, calling out Ray. Well, wanting Ray's wife to call him out. <laughs> oh, that was rough. That was that was good stuff. Um, I like the, that. The, I mean, the line it, it, the, what was the line. As a WB superstar, you're icon, but as a father, you leave a lot to be desired. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Oof. yeah. That was rough. Oof. That was rough. I like that. The beat down that Lashley gave him, and it, dude, it just made me think. I was like, God damn, dude. If Goldberg just hadn't come around, maybe Lashley'd still be champion. You know. Like I really, I I really think that. Oh, I I think Big E's great. Don't get me wrong. Lashley could have been their Roman. He really could have been their Roman. I don't think they have a Roman right now. Um, but maybe the maybe hey, maybe Vince is like maybe Vince misses Lashley as champion, and he's like, you know what? Let me build this guy back up, and then he'll be the the guy to take it back off Big E. You know, bad guy chasing the title. He's kind of scary. I mean, that's one another issue I have with the show, and it's a small thing, but it's it's little things that when they add up. It, it helps to to an extent undermine Biggie's title reign. It's like there's no reason that that Biggie should win should 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 win just because Austin Theory was distracted. You know, we've seen Austin Theory yeah. a handful of times on TV. He's not powered up to the extent where he needs to be protected like that. You know, you can you can take that a couple different ways because I I I on one hand I really like Austin Theory. I think that this persona that he's discovered through, you know, help with being the with the way has been yeah. great. Um and on one hand I like that they're giving him a bit of a protective loss. Big E should have no problem with him. Exactly. Like you do you do that kind of protected finish with like Damian Priest or something or or, or Austin Theory against Damian Priest if you want to start protecting Austin Theory. Cuz it would not shock me if Vince interacted with him over the past couple of weeks and was like I really like this guy. Because Austin Theory does have everything to be the next to be the next John Cena. I believe that through and through. That dude's face, his delivery, his charisma is everything. Um, you don't do that against big. If you want to, he just lost against Roman Reigns. He had to show up on Raw and admit 
It didn't take the Usos. It didn't take Paul Heyman. I lost that fair and square, which is another thing that they shouldn't have done, by the way, because it just makes him look like a weak champion. It boggles my mind that they would do that. But, uh, but this, I don't think this is something that's just specific to, to Big E as champ. This is something they do to basically anybody that's not Roman all the time. You can tell there's a type. I'm trying to give me, give me a net. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. The way they booked Lashley last night. Well, Lashley didn't. They Lashley was, didn't do a certain, whole lot of. There was. I, I can't name specifics, but I can remember instances where rather than just giving Lashley a good solid win, there's some overbooked nonsense, you know. And like last night, especially was 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 egregious because Austin Theory was standing there for like it Ever. felt like two minutes Ever. watching Seth and Kevin Owens argue, and I'm thinking this whole time. He's got no stake in what's going on out there. None. What the hell does he care? Yeah. You know, you can say, "Oh, he's what twenty something. He's inexperienced." You can, but we shouldn't have to perform these that, that level of mental gymnastics to make no. sense of that moment. You know, no, that yeah, makes no agree, sense for him to be distracted beyond like you look. Oh, okay, that's happening. Doesn't involve me. I'm focusing yeah. back on what I should be focusing on. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just when I remember Lashley, I remember I, I agree with you. I know there was many moments when, you know, they would overbook his stuff. And I'd always ask myself, why are they doing that? They don't need to, because when I think of Lashley, I think of a killer, especially after that stuff with MVP and him um, when he trashed MVP it was like, hey, you're you know, all this partying and stuff is, is holding me back. It really booked him like a killer. And that's why it was so great when when Biggie, you know, not just beat him in the cash in, but then beat him again after that yeah. cleanly. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, Big E should not should not need to capitalize off a distracted Austin theory at no, all. No, that should um, be but, a, a clean, relatively easy win for for Big E. But if it means that Austin Theory is going to start getting a lot of rub, at least there's some good to that. But yeah, I, you don't do that against Big E. No. I mean, if you want to establish him as a dominant champion, but clearly they're they're not really necessarily interested in that man. Seemingly, I not. mean, it's it's a bummer, but I, I think that's sort of the case. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, anyways, Raw kicked off. Uh, they recapped all the egg stuff, and then we get Vince in his office with his empty box, with so uh, empty glass case, Rapping his fingers people. on the desk. Yeah, and he's like, you know, the the thing that matters most to me, the thing that really bugs me, is that somebody stole something from me. And uh, Sonia and Pierce were like, hey, we interviewed everybody. The authorities came in. Nobody knows anything. And Vince says, listen. And they hem and haw a little bit more, say something about some footage that they found. And Vince says, if the egg isn't on my desk by the end of the night, you're both, you know, you're going to be let go. You know those words. And he's like, yeah, you don't need to say them. Pierce says that. And he says, uh, and he says, whoever brings me the culprit will face Biggie tonight with a WWE title shot. So there you go. It's set up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get a Randy Orton interview backstage. Uh, he said, he's asked about Riddle, said he doesn't know where he is. Says Riddle can get lost in his own house, but it's not like him to miss a match because he's supposed to have a match next. He says, Last I saw him was last night uh, after they were celebrating their win. And he got done telling him that, th that now that he's acting more like me, Randy, no one can stop them. And he trails off because the camera pans out, and there's Riddle. He's got a Randy mustache and a Randy goatee on. Um, and Riddle says, Hey, I was out busy doing Viper stuff. <laughs> and, and he's talking he's trying to talk like randy yeah, he too he does, to does a pretty good impression like of randy yeah yeah he does a pretty good impression of a of, a, of an orton uh a promo and orton gets sick of it he's like okay enough i said be like me not be me he says do not get in my head you don't want to go there and real says it's too late i'm already there hit randy's music <laughs> so he said, hit my music 
Oh, I thought he said hit Randy's music. Oh, I thought I heard him say hit my music. Anyways, next match, Riddle versus Dolph. Uh, Riddle's wearing uh, Drew Gulak's tights um, and uh, trying his best to wrestle an Orton match, but with a little bit of Matt Riddle in there as well. He's moving slower, yeah. a little more deliberate. Uh, at one point, uh, Dolph hits Riddle with a drop kick, gets a two count, and then rips off his mustache, kind of rubs his faces in the ropes. Rips big off heat, the big heat for ripping off that goatee right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, Riddle's looking for a plancha, and then Dolph counters with a super kick. Raw rolls on. Raw rolls on. Do you you put that in your in your notes? Yeah, because I do. As I Raw do rolls on, yeah, Raw rolls on. So back so, uh, to commercial. Yeah, Riddle's ahead. in control for a bit until he runs to a back elbow, but then he hits a Randy Orton esque power slam. And he's yeah. looking for the draping DDT. Instead, Dolph uh, tosses Riddle to the floor. Uh, uh, Riddle gets back in, hits, uh, eats a famouser. Dolph gets a two. Dolph looks for a super kick. Riddle catches it, hits a jumping knee, then hits the RKO to get the win. Orton uh, is popping big on the outside. This by whole the way. thing is a, is just trying to make Randy Orton laugh because he was cracking up the entire time. And he and and they're doing a great job with it. Orton seems to love it, and it does for me. It does translate because I, I was really into this watching Orton just pop for everything Riddle was doing. Uh, yeah, this was great. So uh, uh, Orton pops big for the win. Uh, Rude tries to attack. Orton gives Riddle his mustache back and then uh, hits uh, Bro Derek on Rude after a fist bump from Riddle, mm. and Riddle pops huge for that. Uh, yeah, this was, this stuff is 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 a lot of fun. It is fun. It is fun. Now we get a quick shot backstage of WWE superstars, like everybody basically, tearing mm. up the backstage area. Looks like maybe catering or something because they're flipping over tables. Looking for this egg. Oh, Rhea Ripley was going hard on this, man. Apparently she tweeted out, I want Big E. I say let her have at it. Yeah, that'd be a great match. Get her that and WWE point, title shot. R-Truth finds a football. He thinks he has found the egg. And then he starts to the run, egg. opens the door. And I guess the insinuation is either the woman's locker room or the woman's bathroom. Yeah. If you hear a scream, and then he uh, and then turns and leaves Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see here. After that, we had a Becky Lynch promo uh, where she says, I've had some of my some of the biggest. She's back to being a heel. I've had some of the biggest moments of my life here. Three years ago, my career skyrocketed when I slapped Charlotte across the face. What you saw last night was the culmination of almost a decade of love, hate and betrayal. I came out here and wanted to embarrass Charlotte to maim her. And she wanted to do the same. And you people loved every second of it. You didn't care if any of us walked out a winner or if we walked out at all. But that's done. We're turning the page on to something fresh and new because, oh, you love something fresh and new. Yeah, la, 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 la. So who fresh and new would you like to see on top? Rhea Ripley? Crowd gives her decent applause. Bianca Belair? A bigger applause. Liv Morgan got a huge pop, which by the end of the night, I'm not sure why anybody popped for Liv Morgan because she literally cried. She says, but it's so funny because I used to put so much stock in your opinion until I realized you're so full of crap. You say you want something fresh and new, but last night I saw 10 women break their backs trying to prove themselves, and you said your stupid chants and your stupid songs. You said, this hurts me to say this, but I agree with you in this case. None of them have what it takes to beat me. Oh, you like her because she's the underdog? She's talking about Liv. She's because she's won one match in four years. You'll bitch and moan when she doesn't beat me, but not every underdog has their day. I have a death grip on this title, and no one is prying it away from big-time Bex. Well, there is one person who will inevitably pry it out of her hands, and that's Bianca Belair. She has a promo next. She talks about overcoming uh, the four-to-one odds she faced at Survivor Series and says she was able to do that because the universe cheered her on. She showed that she is the best because she's the sole survivor. She says now hopefully Dewdrop will stop being so salty about uh, Bianca being on the team and suggests she finds something better to do with her time, like find Vince's egg. But now she needs to show Tamina that no one can whoop her because she's EST. That match was next. Uh, outcome was relatively predictable. Uh, 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 Bianca wins with KOD. Um, Natalia lays out Bianca from behind after the match because Natalia came down with Tamina. Of course, their former tag team partners broken up via draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, she's looking for a sharpshooter. Bianca boots her out of the ring. And then Dewdrop comes in, lays out uh, Bianca from behind, and hits her with a fun splash. Yep. Uh, so after that, uh, Seth Rollins comes out. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. Uh, says, like, I mean, we didn't need that Bianca Belair promo. You know, like the Becky one, okay, she's a big star. She comes out, crowd eats up everything she says. Bianca's great, but she had a match. 
We don't really need that um, other than to remind us. And we don't need a reminder that Dewdrop and Bianca Belair have issues. Just show it. You know why they had the uh, promo. I mean, I, I, I enjoy Bianca's mic work. Don't get me wrong. I think she's really good in the mic. They got three hours to fill. You don't need so. it all, every time. You don't need it every time. Uh, Seth says, uh, Seth comes out. He's got a promo. He says, Brooklyn, get it up for your soul survivor. Last night in this ring, I did what I was born to do. I took this show. I put it over my shoulder. And I led Team Raw to victory. And the best part is I did it all by myself. And he calls out every member of, the, of his team as not measuring up. Uh, and he finishes on Finn Balor. He says, Finn Balor, ha, ha, ha. He got broke kicked by Sheamus and was pinned one, two, three. No help from Finn Balor. He says, uh, but in a few moments, Finn Balor is going to walk down that ramp, get in this ring, and I'm going to lead by example when I show Finn or two, a thing or two to be the best because I'm Seth freaking raw. And then Finn interrupts. Yeah. The match doesn't actually happen, though, because they just brawl a bunch. Seth gets the upper hand on Finn. He throws him over the commentary table, hits, uh, hits him with some steel steps. He really messes him up on that. Gets Finn back in the ring, stomps him, leaves, comes back, stomps him again. And that's when uh, the fan... Uh, at the directive of fake Seth Rollins, go ahead and, and, and spear Seth Rollins. They cut away as quickly as they realize, whoa, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they just show a bunch of like replay Replays stuff. And then by and the time they come time back, to Seth, come back to Seth, he's all like sort of bloody in the mouth. And he's like, no one can touch me. Yeah. So he was playing it up. Uh, so we get a, another shot in the locker room. They're all searching for the, the egg some more. Uh, we go back to Vince's office. Uh, Sammy Zane's in there. He says, I heard rumblings that whoever has info on the egg gets a title shot. And Vince says, yeah, that's right. Sammy says, I know who took the egg. I'm pretty sure. And Vince says, he's full of crap. And Sammy says, no, I know. The thing is that he's not here tonight. So I'll have to bring them here and get the title shot. And then Vince is like, all right, we'll bring him in. Sammy wants to shake hands. And Vince is like, no. No. Uh -uh. Uh, After that, we had a Kevin Steen interview. He says, uh, well, he's looking around for the egg. And uh, so apparently, according to Fightful Select, there was supposed to be a, a lie detector test segment. Yeah. They're going to ask, are you looking to renew your contract? Yes. That answer is false. Well, this is a moment of truth. I don't think they They're have to put him on moment of truth. Test. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> talking polygraph test. So anyways, I've been looking for the egg. But if I'm not one, the one to bring it back, I can't wait to see who does. And I have great interest in who walks out tonight. WWE champion. So I'll be paying attention, and that's no lie. Is that going to be his new T-shirt? That's going to be his gimmick for the next two months. Guess that's so. no lie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got Street Profits versus AJ Styles and Amos. The Street Profits bring a large like duffel bag mm-hmm. down to the ring and place it yeah. on the ring step. So some speculation was, oh, do they have the egg? You know, Ooh. they didn't. So uh, they didn't. They didn't. Fa- false. Yes. Yeah. So it, it ends up being a fire extinguisher in there. At one point, uh, Amos is setting up to hit the choke bomb on Ford, and then Dawkins gets the fire extinguisher, uh, shoots it at Amos, and then uh, at, then at AJ, and they, they flee. So that the match ends in DQ or a no contest because it's not a finish. It seems like WWE just rules it a no contest now. If it's convenient for the story, it's a no contest. In this case, I'm pretty sure that the Prophets got DQ'd. Um, because that's sort of the point of it. But, yeah, you never know week to week, man. I still say that 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 Xavier Woods one was like, boy, that was crazy. I mean, that's a textbook DQ situation. That's how it should have gone down. I know. I know. But as you know, uh, the rule book in WB is but a sketch pad. So, you know, they could at least have they could at least kayfabe it. Like, you know, Roman could get Paul Heyman on the case. Say, hey, I want to make sure that doesn't reflect on my yeah. record as yeah. a loss. But they don't do that stuff. Anyways. After that, backstage, uh, we get Carmella and Queen Zelina in an interview. Asked what's their game plan. Their game plan is essentially, we have to worry about Rhea Ripley. We do not have to worry about Nikki A.S.H. And uh, that ended up being totally true because we have that match next. Uh, The finish saw Rhea Ripley getting taken out by Carmella after Rhea goes in to break a pin. Uh, Carmella hits her with a super kick, uh, and her head smashes up against the pole, so she's out for a bit. Nikki grabs at Carmella's hair. Zelina is behind her. She takes advantage of that. Uh, Carmella hits a super kick on Nikki A.S.H. Zelina hits code red. And we've got new women's tag champions. I think both these women are great. Carmella and Queen Zelina. I'm looking forward to their tag reign. They really need to establish an actual tag team division for the women because there is none. None. But uh, Rhea and Nikki Cross need to not be in that division because they need to be solo competitors or at least 
have Nikki find a new partner because Rhea Ripley should be a solo star. Yeah, and I don't know this. I need mean, like to think this is be the story of of Nikki now proving. All right, I'm not I'm not the 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 the, the weak weak link of this team, you know? Or yeah. Just kind of in general, whatever, you know, you know, because she's been taking a lot of L's lately. Yeah. Um, That's gonna keep going too. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, you like to think there's a story involved here with what they're doing with Nikki. I just don't know if there is. Yeah, no, I do. I can tell you. I have no bad story. news. No story. <laughs> no story. No story. They had uh, a great I mean, story in front of them with the, the, the almost a superhero thing. They'll do the thing where she'll she'll give some promos uh, about her feeling like the weak link and uh, that she'll just end up jobbing out a lot. She'll probably end up in the 24-7 division, especially now that Dana Brooke hasn't. Um, and then that's going to be kind of the end of it. And then and then maybe in a year or so, she'll just come out in like her regular clothes. She'll be Nikki Cross uh, again. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's my that's my idea. Anyways, after that, uh, Sammy bring we talked about this segment. Sammy brings in Austin Theory in the egg, and Vince has him sit down. He said, "Why'd you do it?" And Theory's like, "Look, I just wanted to come in and take a selfie with it, but there's like so much security. I just panicked. I took it back to my hotel to get it." And Vince is like, "I'll prove it." So he gets out and he's like, "See, I took the selfie with it." So Vince is like, "Okay, that makes sense." And uh, uh, Vince is like, "You know what? It took a lot to come in here tell the truth. I'm gonna drop the charges." Sammy's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you know what? It reminds me of me a little bit. And in fact, I'm going to give you the title shot. Sammy's like, what are you talking about? I brought him to you. And Austin's like, oh, man, really? Can I get a selfie with you? And Vince takes a really awkward selfie with Austin Theory. And then Sammy yells at Vince, just shut up. No one likes a snitch. So there you go. I thought it was funny. Uh, After that, we had Reggie versus Cedric. 24-7 title action. Oh, man. Cedric wrecked Reggie. This Wrecked was great. Him. This was Wrecked awesome. Him. Yeah. Wrecked him. That like, dude did Reggie. not fool for a move. No, Reggie barely got any offense in if he got any. Oh, he reversed the suplex into a, or a brain buster into a Rana against Matu. He's looking for, Reggie's looking for a corkscrew splash. Cedric just boots him, hits him at the lumbar yeah. check. He wins. And then, of course, predictably, 24-7 locker room runs out uh, towards the ring. Cedric turns around and he's a, a top rope blockbuster from Dana Brooke. She pins him. She is a new 24-7 champion. Did Reggie do something? Was that little slap at his hands? Like, did did Reggie, like, uh, uh, get too close to Vince or something? Because this seemed unnecessary for what was about to happen. Like, they could have done, like, a mad, 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 mad world type situation where Dana Brooke ends up rolling somebody up. Uh, But instead, they had Cedric embarrass Reggie and completely, like, destroy everything they had taken months to tell that story with Reggie, how he's so much more clever than everybody. Cedric murdered him in there. And 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 I doubt his punishment and and, and it's probably more just like, all right, Vince has gotten bored with what Reggie's been doing. That's probably it. Could be. Could be. Um, After that, uh, we had uh, Ray and. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. So. So, yeah. We got to the part where Dana Brooke won, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and everybody sort of backs off from her. Uh, after that, we had uh, Dom and Ray in the locker room. Uh, uh, Dom is like, hey, Dad, puppy, I feel bad. Last week when Bob Lashley put you in that hurt lock, I froze, didn't know what to do. I'm sorry. Ray says, don't worry about it. Bob isn't the first monster I faced. And every time I've held my chin high, I can fight my own battles. I don't need you to do it for me. But tonight, we fight side by side. Para la toda la raza. Means for the entire race. Uh, so, yeah, and the familia and all that stuff. So uh, they were going to have uh, a handicap match against Bobby Lashley. Yeah, later on. Uh, uh, but first, Dana, Dana, Brooke, yeah. Dana Brooke interview. Um, you know, obviously, she's 24-7 champ. She feels like uh, she's in a hurry to, to, to get out of there before the 24-7 locker room uh, comes and tries to take the title. So she says, I don't have a lot of time. So I created opportunity for myself and I captured it just like she tries to live her life every day as a champion, overcoming any obstacle uh, that's put in my path 24 seven. She says, this is my moment to show the world who Dana Brooke is. You know what? I think is great. That's awesome. I always bring this up, man. Number one, they need to go back to another, do another breaking ground or AEW should totally steal that idea. Oh, a thousand um, Right. Uh, but Dana I mean, Brooke was obviously they had high hopes for her. Back I mean, the, like the, the the backstage stuff on Road to the Top. That's kind of what breaking the only ground good was. Stuff. Yeah, that was it the was a totally. part of that show. Except I kind of think that the Road to the Top stuff is like 80 percent kayfabe and the breaking ground stuff was like 30 percent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, we have Bobby Lashley uh, versus Ray and Dom to begin this match. MVP gets on the mic Oof. and says, uh, "Go! What was the? What was the? You you probably have the. So I, he said, he, I have he, it here. I said, I just have. He says, Ray, you suck as a dad. But what was the exact he, words? This is what he says. So he says, uh, first, Ray, I want to tell you that I have so much respect for you. You're an icon in this industry, despite your size. You've become a giant. But as a father." You leave so much to be des- desired. <laughs> That's I'm, totally true, too. I'm disappointed in you. You've taught Dom that monsters are real. And he says, Ray, you faced and defeated many, but you've never faced a, uh, a monster the likes of Lashley. What is Ray going to do when Dom is is in the hurt lock, in pain, crying out? And, and Ray Ayutame. Ayutame. That means help and, me in Spanish. Uh, and, and Ray is powerless to do anything about it. Ray's ego is going to get your is going to get your kid hurt. And when he goes home and looks at his, his wife in the face and try to explain to her that, that Dom got hurt because of Ray's ego, she's going to be disgusted with you, Ray. And if, when that happens, just give her my number and tell her to call me. Ah, Woo. That crowd Woo. went, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That was good stuff. That was really good stuff. And then... Uh, Bob Lashley, look, man, Dom and Ray, they had some pretty good chemistry here against this monster, Lashley, but in the end, none of it mattered, man. There was that bit where Lashley was looming over Dom, just saying, hit me, hit me, and Dom yeah, did, great. but his punches are nothing. He uh, Dom escapes a, a dominator. He tags in Ray. They get a bunch of their shit in on Lashley. They, they got some good chemistry. They hit a double 619. Each hits a frog splash. Dom gets on top of Ray for the pin on Lashley, and he throws them off. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, Lashley spears Ray into next Tuesday, catches Dom in a hurt lock as Dom tries to come off the top and just ragdolls his ass. Dom taps out. Lashley throws him to the ground. This was great. I loved I loved this kind of Lashley. Yeah. Get him back up to that title picture, man. Yeah. I thought that was this was all pretty great. Uh, after that, we had a Big E interview. He says, last night, uh, I let a lot of people down. I can't blame Heyman or the Usos. It's on me. But tonight, it's not about wallowing in self-pity. He says, I got my hands full. And he says, literally, he was hungry. He has like a pear, and I can't remember what else he has in his other hand. He says, well, there's Seth, Seth Rollins. There's Kevin Owens tonight. He has a title match against Austin Theory. Theory's young. He's brash, but he's talented. Uh, but he says, the one thing that I could do is assure you that after retaining my title and leaving the, this beautiful Barclays Center, I'm be feeling pretty, 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 pretty good. He has he had new Seinfeld uh, Festivus ring gear. He's all in. It's great. I know that's what I got to put up uh, like a uh, some Hanukkah stuff and some Festivus stuff and some Kwanzaa stuff up here on the on the old overlay. So it's not just for the Christmas man; it's for everybody. Definitely Festivus. Anyways, this was this was brutal right here, man. We had a Liv Morgan interview. This was brutal. Uh, so Becky interrupts, uh, she barely gets into the interview and Becky interrupts says, once again, you under delivered live. You did nothing. So it takes me back to money in the bank. Everybody was rooting for you. You got to the top of the ladder inches away, but nope. Somebody came in and outshined live. It's Nikki ASH. Uh, she said she got up there. She got it. She cashed in, got the title. You will never hold. This was rough because live the best she can come up with. I'm pretty sure I held it last week. Of course, last week, she sort of beat up Becky and, and she sucker punched her and then touched the title. And Becky said, I let kids hold that too, Liv. And she Liv's says, I face. Do autograph, I do autograph signings every week and I let little kids hold the title too, but doesn't mean they're champion. And she, Liv's face immediately goes. It was, and it's it was legit. Cry instant face. cry face. And Becky says, oh, you've embarrassed everybody. Are you crying? You're actually crying. <laughs> and Liv actually starts crying. And then she snaps on Becky when she's uh, mocking her even more. Oh, my. I, at this point, I really just want to see Becky tear Liv limb from limb because this is embarrassing. I, who's going to root for Liv Morgan after after she, this is not the, the actions of a champion? You can't get up there and start crying because somebody's talking shit. Oh wow! Oof, yeah. Yeah. that's rough. That's what that two weeks rough. in a row now, where where Becky has just destroyed Liv on the mic. Oh. <sighs> uh, after that, we had Damian Priest. He had Damian an open Priest. challenge. So first, Commander Aziz, Apollo Cruz, come out. Uh, Commander Aziz introduces Cruz, um, and then Cruz says, "Hey, Damian, 
Seems like you've had a bit of a split personality of, of late. You're ashamed of who you truly are. He says, as for me, I've embraced my heritage. I've found my true self. And this is why when I fight for the U.S. title, I'm going to decimate you. I'm more powerful than ever. And I'm going to show the world that Priest isn't fit to be U.S. champ. And then uh, Priest cuts him off, says, hey, we're in New York. You come out here, you want to you want to run, run your mouth, go start a podcast or shut your mouth and fight. So Apollo, uh, he says, Apollo, if you want to get to know the real Damian Priest, we can throw down right now for this title. And Cruz says, oh, you're a funny guy. We're in your hometown. But for them to fight, ah, it wouldn't be fair. So my answer is no. Instead, Sami Zayn comes out. He says, oh, this is perfect. He says, uh, uh, first... The world gets to see the conspiracy target targeting me is real and runs all the way to the top to Vince McMahon after you denied me a WWE title shot that I deserve. But when one door closes, another one opens. And I'll tell you what. Cruz, if you don't want to accept the U.S. Open Challenge, uh, if they don't want the match, I'll happily accept because I'm not leaving here empty-handed. I'm walking out of Brooklyn as a new U.S. champ. And uh, we get that match. This is there's some pretty good. It was a really short match. But we get some really cool stuff. Sami Zayn got two with a sunset flip power bomb. That really needs to be, that needs to be a finisher. The sunset flip power bomb from the top rope. Um, but he got two with it. Uh, at one point, uh, Sammy picks up the title and he slaps Priest. Oh, he snaps, and then he ends up beating Sami Zayn. Feels like, I'm, this this character feels like such a step backwards for Damian Priest. He was. He was a dude, and he was super relatable. And I felt like he was getting he was getting some uh, momentum behind him when he was on it's TV. Not very, it's not very often that you can do that, too, because you're absolutely right. He was just himself. He was just a dude saying no to donuts and being totally cool. And even I just feel like there's such a stark difference between the way they did this with Ilya, um, because it's the same concept. The way they did this with Ilya and the way they're doing it with Damien. With Ilya, there was a specific trigger that came from a specific moment in his life, and we saw it. And then and, he had to deal with it. He tried to process that. Right. And he hated himself for it. This pre it's, yes, it's this pre stuff, it's like it's coming out of nowhere. Yeah. It's the slightest amount of disrespect coming his way. And then they make such a cartoonish deal, and he acts cartoonish with it. It just doesn't feel scary or genuine. It's just you're just going to be waiting for the moment in the match. And anybody, realistically, anybody who scouts this will just understand, okay, let me try to beat him and be calm and cool about it and not disrespect the guy. And then I might be able to beat him legitimately. Mm -hmm. I It's just it, it it's such a sudden shift. It's this stuff that like. I don't know. It just doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't enhance his character and it takes him a couple steps back. Yeah. So I felt like he was going places, you yeah, know? I know, I know, I agree. You know, he, he was a dude who, who was cool with fighting, but he seemed like a mellow dude, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then if they had built to this moment where he, you know, seemingly he could be set off at a, at a moment's notice, that's fine, but build to that moment. Just don't, yeah. you know, just do it right in the middle of, 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 of a character that was kind of working for him. Just doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yep. Anyways, pre I don't know if he said this priest won with reckoning after he, he got set off. He was just beating the heck out of Sammy. Choke slam, yeah. reckoning, he got the win. After that, we had an Austin Theory interview. He says, This is my first WWE championship match. He says, Look, I even got a selfie with Vince. He says, Time to become the youngest WWE champion in history. No disrespect to Big E, but last night he was a big loser. I am the future, and the future's right now, and Big E will know that as soon as I get as I become the new WWE champion. It was really simple. Like he didn't say anything groundbreaking here, but the camera loves this dude's face and he has got so much more personality since his time in NXT than he did when he was a disciple of Seth Rollins, where he was just sort of a vacant guy. Um, I really I really like this. I wonder if there's going to be a certain turning point for him. I, I get the feeling that theory is going to be one of those guys who eventually becomes a heel that you just can't boo. And and then he'll, he'll have to go face. And I wonder how they're going to maneuver that because sometimes there's not. Yeah. And I, I worry that they're, I hope they don't, they, they don't pigeonhole him as guy who takes selfies, you know, because up until this week, I feel like the selfie thing was, was, was kind of how he shows disrespect toward mm, yeah. either potential opponents or beaten opponents, you know? Yeah. And th that I got, but then he just part of the bit with him and Vince is like, okay, he, now he's just selfie guy. He just wanted to get a selfie with the egg. And it's like you're you're 
you're minimizing some of the potential depth you could use with the whole selfie gimmick by just making if he was doing that guy. if he was do- okay i'm not really worried about that just because like i think they'd be a lot more overt with it if that was the case he'd be going ringside taking it with all sorts of fans he'd be going inside the ring during matches you know how they are they're they're not terribly subtle when they want somebody to be that guy like look, we were just talking about Damian Priest and look at look at his rebrand new music they got the split screen good and bad thing like he has to talk about it so overtly yeah. so I don't know maybe you're right maybe they'll go overboard with it so far I'm I'm on board with it it's just sort of a thing for him to use to show who he is um, and, and I'm I'm okay with that but you never know I mean they might bury this guy Looks like, yes. according to White Brownie, Raw got one point, almost one point seven million. Wow! Last night, with a point four nine. If people were really invested in this egg story, the big money demo right there. What was it? Was it like one point six last week? Uh, yeah, something like that. One point five, one point six. It's been kind of hovering around there for a while. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got our main event: Big E versus Austin Theory. So Seth comes down to watch the match ringside. And hats off to Seth. He comes out oh, for his entrance, great. standing on the on the stage, looking for looking for anybody else who <laughs> he starts might laughing. Want to jump that barricade. <laughs> oh, I Seth Rollins is so great. He's so yeah. great. Yeah, uh, and as mentioned, yeah, Big E has some Festivus inspired ring gear. It's amazing. Um, and so, uh, about halfway through the bout, he hits an apron splash on Theory. Now Kevin Owens comes down to ringside, um, uh, kind of distracts Big E for a moment. Uh, theory uh, runs into a uh, urinagi, but he doesn't. He escapes, hits a back elbow, neck breaker, gets a one, and then uh, Theory hits a drop kick on Big E because Big E had rolled out to the floor. Um, later on the ring, Theory escapes a big ending, uh, drop toe holds Big E into the corner, follows the rolling drop kick that gets him a two. He looks for his finish. Big E escapes that, tosses Theory to the apron. He's looking for the apron spear. Theory gets his knees up. Gets Andy up, sorry. He runs into the ring, runs right into an Uranaki. Uh, Big E gets a two there. And then Theory rolls out to the floor. Big E follows, tosses him back in the ring. And as Big E is getting back in the ring, Seth cheap shots him in his leg, the one that he had hurt last night at Survivor Series or two nights ago at Survivor Series. And so Theory hits a rolling blockbuster. And then Kevin Owens just throws Seth Rollins in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. Seth rolls out. Gets in Kevin Owens' face. They start arguing. And this distracts Theory forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. He turns mm-hmm. around, big ending. Uh, big E wins. So Seth and Kevin Owens are ringside shoving each other. Uh, big E lays out Seth from behind. Throws him over the or into the announce table. He puts Owens in the ring. Owens escapes. Uh, Seth tries to attack Big E from behind. Instead, he gets a big ending. Yeah. Maggie mentioned this. I don't know if y'all mentioned this, but the crowd singing Seth's theme was great. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. yeah was they're, cool. they're really on a sum. Seth's doing killer work these days. Yeah, Everything about him. Packaging, presentation, all that stuff has been great. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Of course, we have a thread up on the Patreon. If you can't make the show live on the Twitch, you can join us over at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Ask your questions there if you have pressing questions for the show. First up. Uh, Smurf Galloway, what are your opinions on commentators drawing to a move not connecting or botches? He says Corey is so bad for it. I swear, every time he's on commentary, at some point he's on the show. He says didn't get all of it here. Oh, I guess I'm, covering for for missed moves or something like that. I think they should they should be doing that. If if somebody whiffs on a kick and the guy sells it, you got to say that something happened there. You yeah. can't say, oh yeah. wow, why did he just fall? I'm fine yeah. with that. Uh, concert crap says Riddle has now been with Dunn and NXT and Orton on Raw. Give Riddle three more stoic and deadpan superstars to team with in the future for some good on screen on screen chemistry and possible tag team title runs. Uh, so Orton. not only was it has it been Dunn and Orton has also been Timothy Thatcher. Oh, it's been wait. Who are we talking about here? Uh, Riddle. Oh, Riddle. God, for some reason I thought he said Seth. Um, uh, uh, Otis, this this new iteration of Otis. Oh, that'd be hilarious to see if Otis would break or not. Yeah, that'd be good. Lashley, mm-hmm. put him in the hurt business. Uh, let's see here. Gregory Faella, what do you think was going through Seth's mind when he randomly got speared? Probably what the fuck. 
<laughs> That's probably what's going through his head. Is what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Who has the higher ceiling, Montez or Austin Theory? Shit, they're both friggin' WrestleMania main event ceiling. So I'm not yeah. sure how much higher you can get. Yeah, I'm gonna push on that one, man, because I think they're both terrific. Uh, I think that because they might not break up the street profits anytime soon. And so Austin Theory is going to have a jump on him. Maybe that'll give him a higher seat. That could be. That could be. Uh, Jorge D, what would you guys steal from Vince if you would not get caught? The book. I'd Triple H's his, contract. Okay. Rip it up. I'd take the, the whatever he uses to book shows and then go in there and, and write a bunch of like better stuff in there. There you go. Bill Brasky sub for 17 months. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill Brasky. Uh, thanks, Bill. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, wow. Jonathan has a good answer. Riddle managed by Lance Storm. Oh, that's a good one. Xavier Gray says, are Dewdrop, Natalia, and Tamina suddenly forming a new faction now? Uh, and why is Natalia suddenly on? Wasn't, what's, what's the Raw episode that Roman's supposed to be on? It was supposed to be last night. I think he was. I think he okay. was supposed to be in the the dark match. I think that's what he was advertised for. Ah, oh no, oh. it's next week. Sorry, it's next week. It's one of the twenty ninth. Ah. It's the twenty ninth. He's just advertised for a dark match. Though is that the deal? I thought that's what I read. Okay. Uh, no, I mean like Natalia's on SmackDown. I think yeah, she's on SmackDown. You know, I you know, maybe maybe Tamina and Dewdrop will form a tag team. I don't know, but I think those are just two separate things. I think you're right about that. Uh, fear and loathing. If Riddle is becoming like Orton, could he be the one that goes heel in this eventual feud? Uh, dude, you know, I keep on thinking that, yeah, he's going to get, he's going to sort of, he's going to get so into Orton's head that he's going to turn on Orton. But I don't know if anybody wants to see that. I don't know if the crowd wants to see that. I know. If he can somehow maintain, you know, that's Seth's problem with going face because he might be confronted with a situation that he's doing such good work that people are going to be on board. Don't change your character. Change the actions slightly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you'll, and he'll be fine as a face. Mm-hmm. If he stays, if he has still has that edge, that character, the revolutionary, but you just, you know, oppose other faces that people actually don't, or other heels people actually don't like, they're going to cheer. They're going to cheer Seth like never before, but don't mm-hmm. change him into regular guy. That's where they went wrong with that. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Lopez one one six eight five. So I saw a Braun Strowman action figure in my local CVS, even though he'd been fired for almost six months at this point. You go to, uh, it's funny if you go to the the toy aisles of drugstores, you'll find uh, usually WWE action figures that are at least six to twelve months old. The happens number everyone I've been to. Everyone, the wi- yeah, the window between production and distribution on action figures is so like is so long mm-hmm. that that's inevitable. Like, you're not going to start pulling because they wouldn't. They literally would not have figures on the shelf if they had to make those kinds of. I mean, or they could just do like figures of you know Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing they can do about that. Um, Tronin says at this point, people have to be watching Rob because this is what they do on a Monday night. Anecdotally speaking, like I put out a, yeah, yeah, like a little uh, thread about that over at Wrestle Juice where I asked people, if you still watch Raw, why? You know, not being snarky or anything, just, you know, why? Do you legitimately yeah. enjoy yeah. it? So many, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, like 70% of the responses. I mean, we saw the poll that we put here. You know, did you watch Raw? And like 80% of people said no. Yeah. We got 250 people watching right now. Yeah. Now, it wasn't everybody that's watching voted, but still. Um, yeah, no, and more and more people are saying, yeah, no, I just listen to you guys instead of watch the show, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you for yeah. listening. We appreciate yeah, it's it. great. But it's kind of crazy. Um, it is, it and is. yeah, the vast majority of people who responded, yeah, I still watch or, you know, that because I, I put it out there for people who do still watch Raw. Mm-hmm. So many of them, dude, so many of them said it's routine. I put it on. I don't necessarily pay attention. Something cool might happen. Those are the big ones. Something cool might happen. It's routine, whatever. So anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in uh, uh, at four today. We're going to have uh, four Pacific, rather seven Eastern. We're going to have Friendo Club TV. Not entirely sure what the uh, topic's going to be, but 
Should yeah. be fun anyways. We're just gonna be. We're just gonna hang out. We'll just, we'll just hang out. Yeah, sure. We'll just hang out. Come up with a topic. We'll have a topic. We'll, we'll something. figure something out. Yeah, it'll be cool. We'll we'll cool. Uh, the the ten better uses of egg or something like that. I don't know. Ten places you should have security. Anyways, thanks okay. everybody for tuning. In. Appreciate. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.